0: Spin to Win has return to the new Lloyd Mr.
1: Nissan. See our incredible selection in the Big Blue Building and spin the big wheel with your purchase. And at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, shopping local isn't just something we say, it's something we do. That's why Spin to Win features fantastic local prizes, including Lamber travel gift cards and more. And right now, the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan is overstocked. See our incredible new lineup and pre-owned inventory ASAP. We're in the big blue building on Highway 16 West. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, we won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one
2: at Lloydminster and district co-op membership matters more because being part of a co-op means you're connected to something bigger than yourself from long-held legacy by those who built our communities to people you call family, friends, and neighbors when you're a Lloyd co-op member you're an owner in a local business that prides itself on purpose alongside profit you earn cash back You help support causes that matter most and you're building a better way of life for the next generation. Membership Matters More.
0: Local people. Local news and events. Local sports. Local matters.
1: For all things Voightmonstern area, this is Live with Kurt Price. Welcome to the Lloydminster Exhibition and the new Lloydminster Nissan Exhibition Grill. And here we are at the end of uh, February and Spin to Win is winding down at the new Lloydminster Nissan. You can spin the big wheel with your new or pre-owned purchase for a chance to win local prizes. And we say local because when we say shop local, we do it ourselves as well. So Spin to Win, a lot of great prizes from a lot of great businesses here in Lloydminster, including a $1,000 Lambert Travel gift card. And right now at the new Lloydminster Nissan, we are in the big blue building on Highway 16 West, getting ready to move into Lloydminster, into that beautiful building on Highway 17. Till that's done, you'll find us indoors in the big blue building on Highway 16 West. We have got a Desiree Cornet while here today and we're going to call her Dez because yeah. that's how I was introduced to you as yeah. Dez. We've been to several events and yeah. uh, this is something that's been in the making for a while, I would say. A uh, mutual friend of ours is Neil Harris and uh, Neil introduced us at the Walk of Remembrance yeah. and said, you know, Dez should come on your show. Kurt. Dez should should be a guest on your show. She has a story to tell about her son and I said to you, when you are ready. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to push you or anything. So when you are ready. So Des is going to tell us her story in just a moment here. But I also want to let you know about some of our great supporters, including BioClean Disaster Services. They're a local company. Their restoration, their cleaning is second to none. Wind, fire, flood, that can be disastrous for your property. It can be really hard on your belongings and it can be really tough on families. That's why at BioClean Disaster Services, their commitment is to you and your family. All products are safe for your family but it's also about getting your family back to where you were before the disaster. And that family dynamic, you're gonna miss it when it's not there. So you call BioClean Disaster Services, they're a local company, they come do the work for you, they keep you up to date on what is happening with your renovation. So Mr. Wainwright, St. Paul, Bonneville, Cold Lake, BioClean Disaster Services, 1833, 833 246 83 26 and uh let's get into it des uh i'm pink shirt day and uh (laughs) and uh, full disclosure we're pre-recording this so um uh we are going to talk about uh bullying yes and uh we also are i also want to give a shout out and i want to get your thoughts on some of the programs that are out there right now that are Mm. happening so we'll get into that in just a bit because i think lloyd minster is um doing more and more each year towards anti-bullying.
2: Well, and it's wonderful to see. It's wonderful to see the initiatives that are being put forward now because um, this has really hit close to home and when I'm looking on social medias and stuff a lot of people are sharing um, when bullying affects families outside of Canada and so I just like to also remind people that this is happening right out our front door. Um, Our kids are struggling and they're not saying anything and so I'm here in the memory of my son just to let them know that they're not alone and that we need to return the power to the individual because once that power is taken away they feel alone and they feel like they can't really come to anybody so because of my son, I'm now here to, like, spread the message and get those conversations started. And, I mean, if it, I say to people, if it hurts your stomach when you're talking to them, then you're doing the right thing. You're having the right conversation. So,
1: so it was Jaden your oldest?
2: He was. Um, I have to say, so he was born May 20th, 2004, and I was going to school in Edmonton. And um, a bun in the oven, I was actually planning... F- funny enough I was planning on going into the military and as a cook because I was taking culinary arts and then I found out I was pregnant and everything changed from there. Um, I moved back to Lloyd Minster when he was eight days old. I was you a grew up mom. in Lloyd? Well yeah I moved here in 96 when I was 15 so okay. we grew up in the oil industry and so that's why that's what brought us to Lloyd and I have to say like as a teenager it was a really hard place to live but now as a parent and as an adult I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. It's not I not mean, something? Right and and that's what I say to these kids too that I, and and with my industry and, and what I do for a career, I'm always saying, like, give yourself some time. Um, and especially when you're going through school, it's it's a it's a very small fracture of your life. And so kids get bored. Lloyd Minster is sometimes a hard place to find things to do. But I mean, as an adult, it's a little easier because you don't want to do so much. Right. <laughs> right? Like, you can take your kids to their sports. And so, but then as a kid... You, there's not a lot of outlets and sometimes when people are financially strapped, you can't really see things beyond what you can afford. So it's just, um, yeah.
1: I'll tell you this. When I moved here in 1991, I've told this story before. My dad told me I wasn't moving to Lloyd. He's like, you're not going to Lloyd. And I like, well, what's wrong with Lloyd? And he said, there's nothing in Lloyd, but bars. I don't want you going there. And you know, like for a certain extent, he was correct. Mm -hmm. Lloyd has really grown culturally. It has. Since I've been here. The opening of the Victuba Theater has really helped. Yeah. And that's something that got started, like, you know, was built, I think, in 2000. It really kicked the multiplex,
2: too. The multiplex. Like, all that There's a skate park now.
1: There's, uh, you mentioned, and you're going to talk about Brandy Hofer's. Um, oh, the Art Academy. Art Academy. There's you know, so there's, much more. There's a lot more yeah. culture coming. And um, I think the Filipinos that are in our community have brought some more culture too. Well, and minister. the cuisine and the,
2: and yeah. even the respect and the It's grown. we grown as
1: a community. Yes, we and, really have. And now to hear you say, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, you know, I love hearing that.
2: Well, and even my assistant at my at my job, she's only 18, 19. And she's already said, like, me and my significant other have decided that we want to be in Lloyd and it's always fun to travel but you know Lloyd can is a home and I just actually wanted to say about the BioClean Aquatic Service, um, it's because of them we've gotten to keep our home. So we flooded, um, BioClean came in and just kind of took over and we didn't have to do anything and then again the goat's Christmas wish um, was also what really allowed us to keep our home because again BioClean came in and said let's do this they cleaned out our whole basement and they did our ceiling for us in our basement so like I am 150 million percent behind any local business But especially BioClean because BioClean is like at the heart for us. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Yeah,
1: Yeah. they're huge supporters of ours. So you're pregnant with Jaden in 2004. Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so I found out I'm pregnant, wasn't making smart decisions as a young adult. And so my dad said, come home. And so I did. And kind of the rest is history from there. But um, I was a single mom when he was four. I met my husband and like we and like ride or die. I ended up staying home and babysitting so I could stay home with him in those first few years. And then once I met my husband, he was a tattoo artist and we kind of just took it from there. And he Jaden just flourished. Um, from the time he was born people gravitated towards him it was just like he he was just like the shining light and and I heard he was a very old soul from day one Um, and he loved to do everything I never had to worry about him academically and that was probably one of the things that I look back on now and I trusted it too much because nothing affected him academically because my parents were always like well let's look at your marks and if your marks are failing then we got to look at other stuff kind of thing we got to cut out some stuff but I was the parent that would just call the school and say, hey, Jaden's doing good. <laughs> I, I don't think anything's going on, but there could be stuff going on that I don't know about. How is he doing? And so especially when he was in, like, and at, the, at his uh, elementary school, he would take this disabled boy. Um, there was one time, and he just wanted to play with him all the time. He usually ignored his other friends, and I got a call, because <laughs> I had to have t- a talk with Jaden about... This disabled boy and he had cerebral palsy and he would get bored sitting around, so they would take him on walks. Well, without even telling the EA, Jaden just took this little boy and went for a walk, and then they came back and they read and then he took him for a walk again. And at that point the teachers didn't know where this boy was and Jaden was just walking around with them and the kid was smiling and we got pictures and stuff and and he was just the boy that made everybody feel welcome. Um, In junior high school like he just like people gravitated to him his whole life. He was beautiful And so it was a lot of girls (laughs) Lots and lots Uh, of girls Very he wore his heart. He wore his heart on his sleeve and if you didn't notice it He'd beat you with it. Like he just yeah, and I and I see a lot of it in my in my eight-year-old his middle brother there but it it and now it scares me just to see that sensitivity at such a young age. But Jaden, he just, yeah, he, he, he always had a group of friends around him, mostly girls. But I didn't even, that's when I started to notice something different is when the friends started going away. And even then, like for the first time that last year, I had to unplug our internet. And I've never had to do that before. And so I, I felt it. But I talked to him. Like I said, Jaden. I don't trust this individual. I don't trust this group. And he said, trust me. And then unfortunately, from five months from when I said that, we're here today from what we dealt with. And so he just, oh God, and he, he joined everything. What, what, what was happening to make you unhooked the internet like well he wouldn't like come was up. he
1: telling you no like, mom this is what i'm like getting on my phone or. or well what? he
2: told me about a rumor did he have a had, phone yes okay. and at the time he passed away i had taken it away because they there was pictures being sent on three different parties on the phones that could actually be considered uh illegal now um when under 18 when sending pictures on a phone if you are under 18, it is considered child pornography. And so these kids don't realize with these devices and and tablets and stuff like that, like they're all fun, but you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. And also, when you text things on the phone, that is not where it ends. Like you can delete it and you can do all this stuff, but you there's the other party now that has to do that, that has to deal with what they're reading and like, it's not just, you can't just delete it and it goes away. Also though, people also have to remember just because you delete it off a device doesn't mean it's gone because consequences are coming and that's what I'm here to make a stand for. And I've been presented, I'm at a fork in the road right now. And five years later, I have been presented with pressing charges. And so I, I don't know if I really, like it's a, it's a very hard decision because you think of the mama bear Um, personality and you see all these things and you hear these women saying don't hurt my kids or else I'm gonna do eye for an eye well first of all I was never given the opportunity but I don't know if I want to do that now because as an individual I don't think they realize what they were doing because every child is dealing with similar and similar situations now but we have to make a stand and say hey like you got to realize that this phone is not the world um, I say to these kids, we were taught not to judge a book by its cover. We were taught not to judge a movie based solely on the trailer. So, why are the children believing everything they see and read on the internet? Because it's one of the fakest things out there. And so, nowadays with kids, I'm just trying to give them their power back. Jaden always, like, At his eulogy, there was um, one of his teachers did have the eulogy for him, Mr. Morgan Mann from E.S. Laird, Earth Angel. I tell the kids that man spreads his wings at night to stretch them out. And he said that there was a girl that came up and talked to him. And Jaden had just sat down on the bus with her because she looked sad. And he had said, how are you? Are you okay? Can I help you with anything? And she said he didn't even know me, but he wanted to make sure my day was okay. And then I just started hearing more of that, how Jaden was just so caring. And... 15 years old, he had 700 people, literally just under 700 people at his funeral. And to me, although the trauma was there, to me that was like, I just actually remember that day smiling all day. Because everybody was there to um, support us and to remember and love my son. And so... With Jaden, he was just all about the fun and the smile, and like every time I see him, and every time I think about him, is it's that smile.
1: Did that go away with Jaden? Like, is mm, that is
2: that? Did it go away? You know, away? I've never actually been asked that question so far. Um, in a way, yes. I have to say the brightness in his eyes went, but he was very good on keeping me at bay. Um, I was a mom, business, had to run a business. We had two, extra, we had two little boys, um, hockey mom, like with life and stuff like that. And so unfortunately, I would say, you guys stress me out in a stressful situation. And I think that made him not want to stress me out anymore. And so when I look back though, I do see the signs like the friends stopped coming around, he stopped wanting to kind of like hang out with me. What happened in that relationship to make friends not Um, come around? Was
1: Was he pushing or were they pushing?
2: it's it's very it's, oh, it's it's a very tricky situation because um, now I'm the mom of a boy I want to make that very clear right now I'm the mom of the boy that this happened to I know that this can happen to girls I know that the, mm-hmm. the tables can be turned and but I just want to make it very clear that I'm the mom of the boy so I'm not taking away from any other victims that this could have happened to on the opposite sex scale because I know right now that's a very thin line um, but he if I can be blunt, um, he had sex when he wasn't ready. It opened up a whole can of worms. Um, it ended up being used against him in the relationship because he went from one relationship to the next, and I had honestly just allowed him to start dating because it's a very scary world. And so they made this decision. They were smart about it. I ended up talking to the parents, and and stuff like that happened. But then because of that, in that... that that um, it just flourished and it opened up this can of worms that honestly he wasn't prepared for um, when it comes to emotions and then with the pictures there was another individual that was starting to send pictures and kids get excited and and they weren't naked pictures but they weren't innocent either like fingers in the mouth bikinis you know being provocative and so he broke up with one relationship to start the second relationship and she never wanted to be with him in the first place um there's an obsession when something like this happens and so i obsessed and it's going to be five years this year and i've found out information um and it was just she wanted the popularity and it wasn't just her it's like it's that whole clique right like there was a rumor started about him um he worked in student services by himself for 2 weeks he told me about the rumor i confronted him and he stuck up for her and i was like jaden like this is where like where do you think this started well i don't know mom one of her friends got blinds crossed and i was like okay so then i went to her directly because boys are getting blamed for things nowadays that can ruin their life and this was something that could follow him along for the rest of his life and I asked her about it and I said why is this being said about Jaden and she's like he's a good guy he doesn't deserve that and I was like like you were in my home you came to my home that one day February 26 2019 she was in my house and then in June when they broke up she started a rumor cuz she was mad about at him and so I said, like, this isn't right. This could, this could affect his life for the rest of his life. And she's like, I'm sorry. He doesn't deserve that. And I said, okay, well, if you were to hear somebody talk about him, can you please stick up? And I have the conversation on my phone because I was like, I can't let this go. I was that mom. I wasn't afraid. I'm the person where I'm not gonna go to your mom I'm gonna go to you and if you have a problem with what I'm texting you then go show your parents like I I wasn't being I don't like I'm not I'm just gonna go to you because that's my boy and it was me or him from day one like we did everything together like wherever I was there was Jaden and even when I got in my relationship like I've said this is me and Jaden so you take me and Jaden or you can just go on your way well I hooked that ball and chain right away yeah. <laughs> but it's just there's just so many things and and with what was going on with him I was so busy and because his marks and everything was just kind of like going nicely I didn't pay attention
1: so there's no warning signs of bad grades there's no acting out at school Nothing like that.
2: Nothing. He he would play hockey. He went and played hockey, and he called them his boys. And hockey was his outlet. And I have to say, like, I know it's expensive, but any sort of camaraderie, any sort of team, anywhere where these kids can just feel like they belong is very, very, very beneficial. And he would go play hockey, and, like, I didn't see... I didn't see, now that I actually think back, I didn't see anything, any change in his attitude unless he was hanging out with this individual. Because then there was always that um, Male or female? Female. The, the, and, girl, and like, I mean, the girlfriend? He, yes, he had like, I have to say, like all the girls would come and hang out. And even when they broke up, in that two weeks when they broke up, his little girly friends came around again and they made the excuse that they wanted to come see our dogs and and they didn't come around before because if this individual or her crew found out that he was hanging out with anybody but who she approved then she would get mad she would use it against him she would make him feel less as an individual and like even in the end did you know that at the time or no did that come after that come after like, and, and, and what was shocking, what absolutely shocked me is she and the crew and these kids, I should say, because I don't know who they all are, um, made him doubt himself so much that he wouldn't come talk to me. And like, we talked about everything from sex to, I started getting his in grade nine. I started taking him in for grooming, like the boy grooming with the eyebrows and making sure your teeth are brushed and shaving properly and stuff like that. His dad took care of the shaving, but like we had the conversations that made you feel awkward. And so for him not to be able, I said, Jaden, people are going around saying stuff about you. And he's like, I know mom, I know. I don't know what to do about it. And I was like, I do.
1: How long was that period? Six months. Six months.
2: He they started dating. I'd say uh, Christmas break ish. And he died June 20th.
1: So they broke
2: up in they broke up. uh, Okay, so his grade nine grad was June 12th. And they broke up. I'd have to say, oh, God. Um, They had been broken up for two weeks before he passed away. So I'd say like in the beginning of June. Was
1: it that two weeks though?
2: Oh, it was way before that. It was way before that. the two weeks was the tip of the iceberg. Okay. Um, Because in person on his phone, everything Uh, in person on his phone, on his iPad, video games, um, friends, friends of friends, like Snapchat, um, Instagram. Facebook, Um, Jane wasn't really much on Instagram or sorry, Facebook, but Snapchat was a big one. And like even he deleted things like he would say the sky is blue and I would find out that he deleted it. And even after he passed away, she's like, come and look at my phone. Come and see. I know he liked to delete things. And it wasn't even like I and I said, I've seen what I need to see. And like, I don't know what you've deleted. Like you like I in the beginning, I was like, you guys stop blaming and now I'm like oh my god how did I miss that like how did I miss the like I just there was just so much that I missed and he made she even convinced him that he had actually hurt her like not a lot of people know this but there was videos that he had made and they were all just about how he was a bad person and nowhere along the lines did he hurt her nowhere along the lines did he do anything that would have caused anybody to do what they did to him like this boy was colicky he cried for the first nine months of his life and then I had to sit with him in his room until he would fall asleep and then he would just sleep with me and my husband like he would sleep on and off like if I was out of town because I apprenticed for my job and stuff like that or if Scott would go somewhere for a seminar he would come into bed with me until he was 12 and like I sat in his room until he was 8 so he'd never like to be alone. And so the fact that he worked for two weeks in student services by himself before he passed away, that's a big red flag. Because I was like, he was made to feel so small that he had to hide away from everything that he loved. But his one outlet was home and hockey.
1: Were, were the messages about an incident?
2: Is that, is that what I'm hearing? or was it? There was a couple times where he was told to go kill himself and make it so she could watch. Um, and people want facts, but when you think about kids in school nowadays... Um- wait a minute,
1: wait a minute. I want to go back to that. Can you say that again? Because I don't know if I heard that. He was told to go kill himself and she would watch.
2: <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> there was that girl on YouTube that posted her suicide. And so um, I don't even know if that has anything to do with it, but that's where my mind takes me. And yeah, um, I was told because Jaden had reached out to two different people on two different occasions about a text that was sent to him from this girl. And it was said, and so this is where I'm at with the fork in the road because I want to get in his phone. But I was told that he was texted on two different occasions. Why don't you just go kill yourself and make it so I can watch? And the day he passed away, um, it was the very first day he had started going, integrating himself, sorry. (laughs) It was the very first day he had started integrating himself back into his friendship group. June 20th, eight days before summer starts. Let's let's put that out there. (laughs) And so, after the rumor that could have destroyed him, And after everything that had happened to him with her and the group she decided that she wanted to get back together with him and so they kissed and got on the bus and like i was told all this by other individuals because i was in the city that day i was in edmonton because his brothers had eye appointments that i'd found out later i didn't even need to leave the city that day i could have just went to a different doctor but whatever and so he gets on the bus and he's sitting with friends, and he's actually texting one of his best friends, Noah, about going to the summer or go going to the beach, the lake in a couple of weeks because school was ending. Then the next weekend was Canada Day, and we always took Noah with us everywhere because Jane was a single child, and his brothers were little. He was 11 when his brothers were born, so Noah came with us everywhere. And he was talking to Noah about going to the lake and he was talking about the summer and my neighbor across the street that day watched him walk up the the sidewalk and said, Hey, Jaden, are you excited about high school? And he's like, I'm excited to see my friends, but I'm not excited about the school, (laughs) the school doing the work and so because he was he was a social butterfly he was really excited because oh he was so excited about going to high school because he was going to get to be with his friend Noah and he was going to get to be with his friend Zachary who switched schools mid junior high or whatever and so and even that day I came home and his grade 10 schedule was on the bed his book bag was right there like I that day like it was just like any other day I thought um I woke up and I said it was June 20th I said Jaden come to Edmonton with me Um, Let's get you some clothes, you're having a growth spurt, your pants look like you're in a flood or whatever. And he's like, no, mom, you know what? I have a social test coming up and so I want to stay and study for it. I'm sorry, but this child, when he graduated grade nine, he graduated with an 88% average and he was pissed that he didn't make 90, he didn't make distinction. I knew he didn't want to stay home that day because of schoolwork. He wanted to stay home that day because he needed to go to school to make sure she was okay. And that because of the manipulations and the narcissism and like even if I would let him stay home and do work he would go to the park and want to meet her there at lunchtime and I thought that was very weird I thought that was very 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 weird Um, when they first started dating I actually went to high school with the dad and I met the mom and she said under no circumstances will they ever be left alone together and I'm like oh I get it they're teenagers I wouldn't leave them alone either um and I just thought that was I was like okay yeah that's fine and I would bug Jaden cuz Jaden would always go to her house outside of town and I'm like oh did you and did you and her get to relax and and snuggle and she's like no mom he's like I can't even go to the bathroom without her sister and her brother being outside the door so I thought that was a little funny um when they would go to when they would get together at like parties. Um and like I would get a hold of the parents, like this one party especially. I got a hold of the parents. I said to Jaden, okay, I'll give you three twisted teas, because he was fifteen. I was dropping him off. I was picking them up. I'll said, Okay, I want to talk to the parents and in the meantime I'll give you three twisted teas um to go to this party with. In the meantime, I'd gotten hold of the parents. It wasn't a drinking party. I took it away, they went and had fun. So I said, oh, did you guys get to like snuggle in the corner? I've been 15 myself. <laughs> it's called 15 or five minutes in heaven. And that's what we love to do. We love when we were 15, we love to snuggle and be with our boyfriends. But when they would get together, he would say, no, mom, she did with her friends. She hung out with her friends and I hung out with my friends. And I just thought that was very weird. And so then it was just it snowballed after he passed away I have to honestly say like I obsessed and then I heard about the messages and this young lady the day he passed away before he got on the bus after she had decided that she wanted to work the girlfriend after she decided that she wanted to work things out um, this girl said to him and she was just mad of the way her friend was being treated in this triangle that was going on in Jaden's world, she said to Jaden, "Why don't you just go kill yourself?" And and he did.
1: How, how do you know she said that?
2: Dev? Because um, her best friend. Okay. Her best friend said, and so, and then all of a sudden she was moved out of town. So I mean, a lot of the things you have to be very careful, and a lot of the things I've taken with a grain of salt, but when you hear things, so kids don't hang out nowadays. I couldn't wait till recess. In school to go and hang out with my friends and see everybody else and hear what they're doing nowadays if you're best friends with one kid one year and you're not in the same class the next year that fizzles out and so when when I was hearing the same thing from different cliques I was like okay like and these groups don't talk to each other and some of them they were like feisty and didn't didn't want to talk to each other so when you start hearing the same things from different groups of kids you start to put things together um, the fork in the road I'm at right now is I press charges or I spread my message. And a lot of people are saying I can do both, but I cannot because there's a whole, it's like putting salt in a wound.
1: Let's take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. I do want to let you know about Superior Water. Superior Water specializes in nothing but water. And with over 22 years in the business, Superior Water is indeed superior. I drink Superior Water because I like the taste. And I'll remind you that they're open on Saturdays and Sundays as well. Find them on 57th Avenue, right beside Sheepskin Loft. And if you're wanting to go after hours, they have a coin operated location there. Plus they are open right beside 7-Eleven. For great taste in water, contact Superior Water. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with more from Des. We're gonna find out what she's been doing and how she's been advocating for anti-bullying in just a moment. I'm Brian Zinchuk of pipelineonline.ca. I used to be a pipeliner and I've spent the last 15 years reporting on energy in Saskatchewan. PipelineOnline.ca provides comprehensive coverage of light oil, heavy oil, lithium, helium, power production, including coal, wind, solar, geothermal, natural gas, and nuclear. There's a lot happening at Saskatchewan's
0: energy sector and Pipeline Online is there for all of it. No one else comes even close. It's more than just taxes at LNA CPA. Assurance, accounting, retirement planning, estate planning, business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNA CPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNA CPA, with offices in Provost Vermillion and Lloyd Minster. Uh, Jason Erden and Associates Cooperators. We're proud to be a top-rated local
1: insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first. At Cooperators, one of our core values is to give back to the communities that we live in. Thanks to the support of our clients in Westminster and Area, in 2023, Jason Arden & Associates has donated $40,000 to local nonprofits, charities, students, athletes, and other special events. How does your insurance company support our community?
0: How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years.
1: At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House Q barbecue Sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Welcome back. with the Lloyd the Lloydminster Exhibition. It's pink shirt day, and our guest is Des cornette Wild, and we've been talking about uh, her son, Jaden. And we're going to get back into what uh, Des has uh, done for anti-bullying and uh, for for grief as well. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. But I do want to let you know about Wellings of Lloydminster. Uh, Wellings is a new location in Lloydminster. It's actually a new way of living for those 55 and older. It's a community where you remain independent, but without the worries that come with a large home. Shoveling snow, uh, taking care of shingles, worrying about dripping taps and that kind of things That goes out the window now. And you're still going to live by yourself. You're still going to make your own meals. You're going to live in a beautiful facility. they got beautiful villas. They're just absolutely gorgeous. And you'll get to know your neighbors a little bit as well because uh, they're building a uh, awesome, awesome clubhouse with a pool table and that kind of stuff to get to know your neighbors. But, you know, when you're taking that next step, you want to go somewhere where you don't have to worry about what's happening with your health and what's happening when you're away from home as well. So you really, really take a lot off your plate, but you still get to live independently. Call Darlene and ask to see one of their beautiful villas at 780-872-8537. That's Wellings of Lloydminster. So Des, it was June 20th.
2: Yes. June 20th, 2004. Um, I came home from the city and I actually stopped at the shop when I came home to see my husband, our business, and we wanted to show him. It was actually the release of the last Toy Story video. So I had bought the kids, our two younger boys, toys. and I'm like, let's go show dad. Jaden was supposed to be um, at WCG with his hockey team and Renee, a wonderful, wonderful mentor. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I got home and it started raining a little bit and it was probably around, I got back into town at 521. Um, I was out of my appointment in Edmonton at 1 Jaden got off the bus at 3. So I just want to put it out there that if somebody had said something because it was known that he was struggling obviously with working in student services and what she was saying to him and what her crew were doing like they were catcalling him down the hallway they were whispering about him they were talking about him and like Jaden like like you said he wore his heart on his sleeve and if you didn't recognize that he beat you with it. So the fact that all that was going on he hid and so June 20th I come home she had decided that they were gonna work things out and life was good again he gets on the bus and as soon as he gets on the bus she finds out something that he had done while they were broken up and she sends out a snap story now how I found out about the snap story Um, I didn't even hear from anybody at the school or so when you think about snap snap you can send to just your friends or you can send to your whole list and kids nowadays just add um, sports they add uh, across the world they add anybody and so I had a customer come in and I was actually piercing her older sister and I was telling them about the snapchat and I said and she said did you know about the snapchat that Jaden got and I was like what And she's like, yeah, I got the Snapchat. And it said, "Um, nice. Um, Oh God, I don't know, it was something to do with going to see somebody else and going to F somebody else after kissing me after school or something like that. Like it was just crude. It was unnecessary and crude. And he was on the bus thinking they were okay. Like he was on the bus going home thinking, you know what? His friends are going to start coming around again because again, when she was mad, nobody talked to him because she had alienated all his closest and he was hanging out with that crew. And so he gets off the bus and his, he was grounded from his phone because of the pictures. Like he was in a, So girlfriend A did to girlfriend B what girlfriend B did to girlfriend A and my son was stuck in the middle of it. And so I had taken his phone away. I was that mom. It was gone for a month he had his iPad that I totally forgot about. So as soon as he gets off the bus, he talks to my neighbor, he gets in the house, ding, 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 or even within the area of the house, it went off. And he sees the Snapchat. From five, um, so then, oh no, sorry, from 3.34 till 5.28, he was talking to her. And nobody said anything. Nobody said a word. Um, nobody at school said anything. So then, this girl, I said to this girl about this. Let's jump back to this message. So I said to this girl, "Oh, were you friends with her?" She's like, "Oh no, I played on a sports team, and so that's how I know her." And then that's how I found out. And she said she sent it to the whole list because clearly she wasn't her friend; she was just on her snap list. So then, Jaden talked to her from three thirty-four till five twenty-eight because I could see it on his phone, and then it went to videos. And then I got into town at 5.21, but I didn't get home until shortly after 6, probably around 6.26, 6.30. And he was supposed to be done with Renee and the boys at the gym. And it was raining, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stay home because I had the kids. We had just gotten back from the city. Uh, I said, I'll just wait till he gets home. So it's like, yeah, 6.30. And I remember looking at the clock thinking, thinking, okay, it's 6.36. He gets out at 6.30. He should be home soon. 7.30 rolls around and i'm like wtf where are you and and it wasn't like he had he didn't and the only thing was that was hard is he didn't have his cell phone because it was in my room and so i called his friends i called um, one of his his school acquaintances mom and she's like nope they haven't talked in 2 weeks so then i started to panic because I knew that like times were tough like I knew he was struggling and he had struggled before because my dad passed away in 2015 so that's where he really really um, had mental anguish and so 7:36, I went down to his room and that's where I saw the high school uh, schedule on his bed his bag was right there and I threw open his closet door because I was scared and there was there was relief which is crazy and I was like okay what's going on like his shoes were even right there and I thought well maybe he switched his shoes to go to go to the gym which was weird um, and then his bike was at the back of our basement because our basement was unfinished at this time but we had a, a bathroom put in for him because he was a teenager and with the babies upstairs and stuff and I went back and saw his bike and then I saw him in my peripheral and the rest is history And my four-year-old only remembered at the time um, him coming down the stairs and me running up and I remember running up the stairs and running out my front door and my feet got wet because it had rained and I ran across the lawn to my neighbor's house to ask for help and um, I'd have to say by the time I went to my mom's house at 1130 that night it was all over it was all over social media so like with this day and age, kids are um, sending messages and they're um, talking about kids and they're, t- and they're saying things out of their mouths that um, you can't get away from. Like back in the day when we had a problem with each other, you would fight. Because like there was no other way, you would just beat each other up and whoever was tougher would go on with themselves kind of thing. And nowadays kids send messages and there's no consequences for what they're saying to each other and there's no nece- there's no reason for it. Like she had him actually believing that he couldn't come talk to me as his mother when we had those conversations about condoms and like the tough ones right about sex and what to expect and porn and like we had the conversations so for an individual to be able to make him feel like he couldn't come to me as his ride or die there, there's something, there's something wrong, and I really feel that with the technology, and you're also starting to see. I don't want to take it away. You're also starting to see adults realizing, because tablets and phones and video games and TV are creating addictions in our kids. Um, they're getting like their anxiety, um, social, um, social problems with being able to talk to individuals. It all is stemming back to. the the technology and so it's nice to actually see too brandy hofer's um, lpsd art academy it's just really nice to see people doing things that kids can utilize away from the technology side because they need to start using their brains again and they need to do what we're doing and have eye contact and feeling people out and being able to read people to know what they're getting themselves into and what they deserve and like because manipulation narcissism and there's a Oh, gaslighting, are I think three things that kids really need to learn and be able to recognize, because they got to take their power back. They're giving too much to this. i even say, if you're a gamer, that's great. Get outside for two hours a day for exercise. Step away, and then if you want to go back, go back. But you've got to get oxygen. You've got to get your blood flowing. So. In this day and age, I'm trying to do stuff. I'm trying to create those conversations. And with my industry, it's wonderful because I have all walks of life coming into my room and I'm like, you're amazing. Watch the ugly doll movie. You're an individual. We come from humans for a reason. If we were meant to be carbon copies, we'd be created that way in a test tube. So stop giving your power away and stick up for yourself. That's all it takes. And it only takes once and then it gets easier. Pink said it, sorry um her song trust fall yeah she said the fear is there she said but if you take that leap the fear is gone and not in those words but i'm a big pink fan so that's what i try to tell these kids is there's fear but if you just face that fear and get through that first step it does get easier
1: does you mention that you have um you've spoken in uh in schools Mm -hmm. is your message for parents or is your message for students great question Or are you aimed at Are you aiming at both?
2: everybody. Um, right now I'm just starting with the kids because with my ind- with my career um, I, I reach them first. I pierce so they're all young. Um, I've actually been asked um, and I'm very new. Um, I have to be very careful because it is local. It's a local community. I actually just reached out to the LPSD community to get into Lloyd. Um, I'm very spiritual and it's what's helped me but I've been just receiving messages and just feelings like Lloyd's where I gotta be. So I've started um, around. I've done the Northwest so I've done Hillmond and Lashburn and I've talked to the students but I've been asked if I would be interested in doing a parent night and so the one hard thing about my talk is like and I swear and I torn it down depending on age kind of thing but it's very real it's very raw and it happened right out your front door and so and like I'm not trying to put um a spotlight on her and them. They were young. They were 14. Clearly didn't know what was going on um, to an extent. Um, they did... I, I, I strongly believe they knew they were hurting somebody because um, how can you not? But this isn't... I'm not doing this to create um, havoc. I'm not doing this for so kids can go out and, like, hurt people. Um, I'm just doing this because I was the parent that thought I was untouchable. And so I would love to talk to other parents too, but... It's, it's, it's scary. Like, what, is, what is the
1: message for parents?
2: Um, we're not invincible. Um, we have to go back, and again, I, with the technology, we have to go back to knowing the kids. Um, and I believe in knowing their habits. I believe in knowing their parents, knowing your kids' as friends, knowing their friends' friends. Have them over. You know what I mean? Like, Don't be afraid to get to know them. Don't be afraid to be that weird parent. Because I missed the signs, but now that I look back, they were there. I'm plugging the internet, him not going out. Um, the, the light in the eyes was a big one, but I didn't notice it until I look back. So it's just, with parents, it's just getting re-involved. And, it ha- and, and everybody's just trying to do their job. Like nobody, I don't ever want anybody thinking I'm, because Jaden wasn't perfect, I know that, and I've never pertained to being perfect myself. But with the parents, we just got to get reinvolved. We just got to, like, have the parents, the friends' parents over, the girlfriend. And, like, we did. I had the girlfriend over. And, like, there was very different dynamics from one relationship to the other. And I told my little boys now that they're not allowed to date till university. um, Just because there's so many things that come with just having, quote, unquote, a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so I feel we just got to have those conversations. And if it's uncomfortable for us to say to our kids, then we're doing the right thing because my mom, I remember had the conversations with me and I was scared of my mom, but that's what we need to create. So our kids think again, and sex is a very big issue because again, sending pictures in bikinis, sending pictures with your finger in your mouth and your foot up in the air, those are provocative sexual pictures. And so we have to go back because again, you delete it, it's quote-unquote gone but it's not so instead of blaming we have to take a look at our core group and just making sure we're doing everything we can for our children so our children can spread that message as well and I really believe that when it comes to technology and it comes to the iPad we really really just need to start getting back involved watching them and knowing that there's eyes always around because kids are also they can have they can give you their password to their social media's but then they can have other social media's that they sign into privately these kids nowadays have eight or nine Snapchat profiles and the only and they're, and us as parents will say okay give me your Snapchat profile but then you know it's 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 just so easy to hide things and so my message to parents is and again I'm not perfect but is just to get involved let them know that like you're watching like they call it a hover mother well to me that's not a problem because we are to protect them until they are 18. And nowadays kids aren't moving out as fast, but we are to show them how they're to go into the world and be good people. And if they're being raised and they're doing everything technology-wise and we're forgetting about that because we're trying to make the bill payments, we're trying to work, we're trying to do everything we can on our side as a parent, that void in the middle I think is what we're missing. And so our kids just need to know that they can't get away with anything anymore because this is what's happening out our front door. In Jaden's situation, there was no accountability. There was no consequences. And I was never even, like, the f- I, w- I was never even apologized to. And in the beginning, she just kept saying, I'm sorry. I feel like this is my fault. I feel like this is my fault. Well, <coughs> why? Why do you feel like this is your fault? Like, and now that I see it, it was very unnecessary.
1: Have you seen a change in the students that you talk to
2: yes and especially uh yes and and even and the nicest the coolest thing is though too is when I walk into a room so my my biggest group was Lashburn 145 kids and it's nice when I walk in and they're they light up because they know who I am desert dark, dark kind of thing right and so but then I'm like I am the mom of Jaden Cornett and I was the first person to hold him when he was born, and I was the first, like, when his heart when he came out into the world, and I was the first person that held him when his heart stopped. And then right there, you can hear a pin drop. And so, when and I look at them and I and I try to like connect with them because, like, I mean, I look like I do, and I'm not saying anything different than parents are saying, but me looking the way I am in the industry that I am is "quote unquote" cool. Um, I see, I see, I see the grasp. I get to see, and like, oh, the high school students in Lashburn, they were bawling by the time I was done, and they come up to me and hugged me, and that's all I want. Like I said, I'm not trying to create any anger. I'm just trying to make kids aware that they're stronger than they realize. They're they are amazing, and they're talented, and they're smart, and there's nothing in this world they're not going to be able to do as long as they graduate high school and then get the hell out there and live their lives. They're giving too much power to these, these adolescent Oh, I don't even know, these these mean kids. They're giving the power to these mean kids. And when you're done school, that doesn't matter anymore. You take the knowledge that you've learned and you go out into the world and you make it yours. And so we need to take the power away from those small kids. And so that's when I'm talking to them and I can see that I've, I've, I've connected with them, going forward, I hope that's what they do. I hope that's with, with when somebody says something bad to them, they can tell them like, go kick rocks or or mom I'm somebody said like this to me today and I don't know what to do with it like we just I just don't want I want kids to stop realizing that they don't have to be a victim right like this is this is their life just as much as it everybody else's and so we got to stop putting so much attention on everybody else and getting our kids through high school and going out and enjoying their life like it's so fun also individuals are living to be 106 When you graduate high school, you are 18 to 20 in that era. Why would you carry the stress and the crap and the poop that happens in high school into the next 80 years of your life if you're lucky enough to live that way. Secondary education is nothing like high school. You don't go, you fail. You don't go, the teachers aren't going to chase you around. And you don't go, you're not benefiting from it at all. Unlike high school where they're not allowed to fail you. Where if you're at the mall, they're going to come find you. So, it's just, it's, and I believe that's one of the hard things about kids in secondary is because junior high school and high school is so tough, they don't want to have to deal with that crap. in in secondary universities and college and it's sad because that's not what it's about when you hit when you like when you hit high school when you're done high school you're done you should be done with the drama you should be done with the the judging and not that that should be happening anyways but you don't have to care you just need to be a good person and live the best life you can live and enjoy doing it and that's what Jaden was about. Jaden just loved to do things. He he joined everything. He wanted to experience different individuals. Like we traveled. I tried to do a whole array of things with him. And when he got into this one situation, it totally messed with his mental health. And because he couldn't get away from it, and
1: yeah. when we um, when you when you say kids are like kids are if things are getting better, is it because of programs like we see with? Sprinkle kindness at Sobey's. We see kindness wins at Co-op. There's pink in the rink that the Bobcats have. There's
2: everything. There's dodge the stigma.
1: There's the Walk of
2: Remembrance. Um, uh, All all the programs that bring everybody out um, and takes away their cape, takes away their their egos. The Walk of Remembrance, for instance, we are all there for one purpose, and nobody was better or less than anybody else we're so with the programs that are going on it's taking you out of your everyday life that you might be struggling and everybody is struggling in their own way is what these kids need to know you have no idea what's going on with any individual in your life I these, still feel that way with adults. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing too is that I'm not just doing this for the kids. I'm doing this for like I want to do this for the world, because I don't want any parent or individual to have to ever deal with what we have what the hell that we live with now. And with the programs like Brandy Hofer and the and the Art Academy and Dodge of Stigma and the Pink T Shirt Day, it's taking away the egos. It's it's showing um, it's showing a community. And like this community is unbelievable Um, but it just I believe that with the programs and obviously to keep them coming and the more there are the better because it also helps with people that can't afford to go do hockey or soccer or you know it brings people out that can join in and it doesn't put there's no sort of stipulation on an individual, right? Because not everybody has the same life. It strips everything away, and these programs just show everybody that you're just human. And so I think, like, I love it. And Dodge's Stigma was really, really helpful, and they did it twice. And Pink T-Shirt Day, look at how, look what that did. Right, because of a boy wearing a pink T-shirt, and now look at the message that's created. So, with Jaden's legacy, that's what I'm trying to do. I just want them to say, "Hey, this is Jaden's story. This is what happened to him. We need to be better um, as parents and as children." And and not that I'm taking anything away as a parent. It's just that I missed it. Like I never thought this would be my life, and I missed it. So I just don't want. I just don't want this to affect anybody else. And I know that's a broad statement, but if I can. Change one individual, then I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah.
1: Tell me about MAB. Tell me oh. about.
2: Yeah. So obviously, it's and I was I was actually shocked when I registered the name that it wasn't right because you think of MAD Mothers yeah. Against. Well, I created MAB. Very honestly, Mothers Against Bullying, and um, my motto is: If you have a mom, know a mom, or are a mom, you're more than welcome. And honestly, that doesn't leave anybody out. Um, but right now, we're just a nonprofit, so we raise money and then give it away. Um, so just this year, and we did it anonymously because, like, we're not we're not about the glory. How many, how many people do you have? Well, it's just me and my mom. Okay. Um, it, it was a friends group, um, but then um, I had to step away. Like, when in dealing with what I dealt with, what I dealt with, um, it's hard yeah. for people to understand, and I get that. And so for my mental health I had to kind of just step away from my old life as I call it so right now it's just me and my mom and so um, we have like I buy these bracelets to give away to kids because it just spreads a a message and I've always said like stand up, speak out be kind, hashtag Jane's story and we give those away and then we have the sweaters but we just, for the first time, now I wanted to do two but my mom's like hold off because it was just too exciting but we put a, a child through Brandy Hofer's Art Academy and I said we said to the school we just want Somebody that maybe can't afford it because it's expensive, Um, and somebody that you think might be. kind of just swept under the rug or or just kind of like missed, right? And so next year my goal is to do two kids. Um and I would also like to start doing like the Harvest Festival. I would like to do something where or like the Walk of Remembrance where we can turn it into a remembrance, but then something positive so we can create those those conversations because the Walk of Remembrance is beautiful, but it's somber, right? And it's somber, but it's like we don't want I need to have the talk with people so they don't get sad they listen and so I just want to be able to talk about suicide awareness and anti-bullying like people are talking about mental health so with Mab I'm just trying to get out there and know and let these kids know that like I'm here I'm making a stand mothers against bullying we're gonna do this you're not alone you're powerful as an individual and you don't have to use that until you graduate I'm just trying to use Mab to build these kids up like they just they the parents do it wonderfully but it just helps for and it's just me and my mom <laughs> but it'll get bigger I've had wonderful people reach out and want to um join it's just I don't know what to do yet so I do want to ch- we're trying to turn it into a charity because we would actually be able to like help kids with like therapies and and like because it's expensive and stuff and kids need a lot of help so it's slowly building it's very new but right now it's just a nonprofit, and we just like to put it out back into the community because when Jaden when we lost Jaden this community was a blanket for us so I'm very very big on local
1: that group of friends that Jaden had what what happened to that group
2: nothing I don't even like, know names I don't and I don't know if I want but it's, to but it's
1: friends like his, oh, friends. his friends,
2: oh, they're amazing, um, and the real ones are still in my life. And I don't say that to be mean. I just say that like the ones that truly, because grief does crazy things to people, and there was a lot of clingers when when he died. And so um, now that we've like it's been, it'll be five years this year, and but like his my assistant is one of his best friends at the sh- at my shop, um, and his little brothers has have their girls um, that come and visit him and. and they're grown up now and moved away. And so they did it regularly when they were in high school. Um, but now, like, just London said the other day, my eight year old, he's like, Mom, where are my girls? So I just kind of put the message out there because they're old, they're adults, <laughs> they don't need to come and hang out with little ones, but like one of them said, okay, I'm busy, This I'm not busy this weekend, I'll stop by and say hi, and so like, and Jaden like touched people, so the people that loved him, and even people that didn't know him that hear his story and just get to connect with the people that do, are around and they send me messages. I did a podcast with, uh, I'm not sure if you know who the Long Island Medium is, Teresa Caputo. She's from New York City, she's this blonde, she's international, she used to have the show The Long Island Medium. I ended up getting um, a reading from her and it was a surprise reading during covid and i was in my shop on the computer on skype and she was in new york city and she used it it was her podcast she used it to launch her very first podcast and she used my reading and so i have i've received messages from mothers all over the world manhattan michigan puerto rico um chile italy japan um and so like i i just want to create the awareness and yeah, and I just want to do what I can to, to help people start having that conversation.
1: Is there anything I'm forgetting to ask that you want people to know about Jaden or about anti-bullying? Today's a huge, it's a huge day today. You really
2: just got to be careful with what you say nowadays. Um, I just want to go back to the fact that people are struggling. Um, there was a boy, like a grade six student here in Lloyd that took his life. There was a high school student last year that took his life. And like... There's, there's, um, there's no answer to suicide, first of all. Um, it spreads the grief onto the, to the people that have to live here. And it doesn't give them any answers. It's an obsession. Um, you just, we have, to, we have to be nicer. We have to start being more kinder to individuals. And, and kids, not every kid lives the life that you get to live. So when you're judging and when you're um, gaslighting and when you're doing things to other individuals, like that, that doesn't stop then they go and they internalize that and they put that towards themselves when all they're really trying to do right now as a teenager and a young adult is just figure it out, figure shit out. And so I think nowadays we need to go back to, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut your mouth because you could be the catalyst to somebody's end. You could be the person, Jaden was told the day he died just go kill yourself then jaden and she had nothing to do with the situation and they moved her out of town because of the everything that was going to unfold you got to watch what you say to other people and if you're having a bad day That's on you, not on them. And you do not have a right to push that on other people. You do not have a right to make somebody else's day bad. And we do not have a right to make your day bad as well. And I think as people, we really need to focus on just being a a better person and kinder to other individuals, no matter their story. Thanks, Des. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.
1: We appreciate that, and uh, we will be back with you on Monday. And uh, we'll—I guess it's Tuesday. Tuesday, we'll be uh,
0: back with you, and we look forward to chatting with you then.